0: Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. Joining me at the table is...
1: The salt shaker you lost in Margaritaville.
0: Okay, also known as Chicken Nugget, number two, or McKenna, Monorail, and... Chicken Tenders. Chicken Tender. Are you the Buttermilk Crispy Chicken Tenders from McDonald's? Yeah. Well, then you're delicious.
1: Wow. I'm your biggest fan.
0: I like those with the hot mustard... On the side Did you
1: eat my brethren.
0: I have many, many a time actually. Delicious. So Juicy, sad. moist, hot, delectable. Um, is that a good word for chicken tenders? I don't I know. Think so. That's Garrett Monorail. And joining us via the Monday morning monorail satellite is
2: Samantha Monorail.
0: Samantha Monorail or Fried Bologna Peanut Butter Lettuce Sandwich.
2: Uh, gross, I'll pass <laughs> even, even though Jen did just celebrate her birthday I'm going to pass on that, it's a hard pass
0: Yeah, yesterday was Jen from Theme Park Thursday with Dillos Diz It was her birthday and as a celebratory snack I actually officially tried a peanut butter bologna and lettuce sandwich And I'll just tell you, it's fine. Me and McKenna decided it would be good to make like a deconstructed deviled egg sandwich with some fried bologna on there.
2: Um, yes.
0: That would be good. Yeah. Glad you all are joining us here at the virtual table on the monorail for episode number 41. This is January 28th of 2019. And I just want to say really quick, this is our highest download month of all time.
2: Yay, it's because of me!
0: Yep, probably because people are wanting to keep up with the continuing adventures of Sam in Florida.
2: I'm just
1: kidding, it's not me. <laughs> it, it could be. It's all me.
0: It could be. We're smashing records, though. By the time this episode drops, we're blown right past our previous high mark, which was in November. High mark! Yay! Um,
1: <laughs> I, do, I do not. I did not.
0: But yeah, that's really exciting. You know, We continue to add new listeners, I feel like, every week. And I really appreciate that because I think a lot of it has to do with word of mouth. So Sam, last week I should have given you the opportunity, but I didn't. So I'm going to do it now. Do you have anything to add or say? And I'm not even going to jump in. I'm going to allow you to say your piece about the infamous lobster roll story.
2: Yes, I do, because you know what? You left out some of the important details, like we were all hungry when he decided that we needed to go to ride Pirates of the Caribbean for a second time. I remember standing there waiting for the ride, and my stomach was growling, and he insisted that we should ride it one more time because it won't take a long time. The line moves really fast, which also was a lie. <laughs> the line took forever to get on that ride, which I do not I do think you said that. And then you said that you were so close to me and McKenna, we could have stuck our hand out. False. We could not have touched you. You were far away and you left us. And that is the truth. I think we both have our own side of the story, but the fact of the matter is, Justin Monorrell ran the Monorrell family down into the ground until we were all crying, and I said bad words in the middle of Magic Kingdom.
0: <laughs> your Honor, a, a chance to submit <laughs> no, into evidence. You
2: already got your part. You can't have we more. We were a
1: couple steps away.
0: Wait, just one one piece of evidence that is not even debatable. If you go look at the Sleepy Hollow area, the patio right behind Sleepy Hollow. You will see that we could not have physically been very far away from you.
2: Yeah, you were far enough away that I was angry.
0: Nope. You shouldn't
2: have gone away, period. You You should have sat there and felt sad with me because I wasn't getting what I wanted. Why feel
0: sad? You had this the Main Street electrical parade going by. How can you feel sad when that's happening?
2: Because my feet hurt and I was hungry.
1: We were very close. And I said I couldn't find you guys and that made me upset. That's why
2: I cried.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, anyway, I say we put this to bed. The verdict is I was not in the wrong, Your Honor.
2: Excuse me. You will always be wrong in this situation. It will never go be put to bed because the fact of the matter is still to this day, and it's been five years now, I have not had a Magic Kingdom lobster roll. That's going to change because I moved here.
0: (laughs) Just for the lobster rolls.
2: Just for the lobster room.
0: I'm gonna bring a tape measure the next time I go to Magic Kingdom and I'm gonna measure the square footage of Sleepy Hollow's little patio, and I'm just gonna see how even if you were as far away as possible, how far could I have been? We ten can, feet, I, I suppose ten to fifteen feet.
1: We can probably remember where we were.
0: Oh, I know exactly where it was. Oh let I me could just warn it. you though We should recreate you it. Can't-
2: You can do this, and you can recreate it, but you might get punched in the throat because you can't prove me wrong on this one because I'm right. I think you can. No, I will punch you in the throat. (laughs) Punch you in the throat. So yes, I win. Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to kick today's show off with a February preview. We neglected to do a January preview. Shame on us, but things were a little crazy. We're going to touch on a few things, crowd, weather. You know, what to expect. We're going to talk about the refurbishment schedule and all that stuff. From a crowd perspective, this is a really good time to go. I mean, there's a couple of things you need to know around President's Day. Actually, the week of President's Day and that weekend, it's going to be very busy. And the reason is kids get a long weekend for President's Day. So the weekend before, they tend, the crowds tend to go up. People coming in town for a long weekend. The other thing is at the end of that week is the Disney Princess Half Marathon. And people come into town for that, too. So it ends up being actually a very busy week. But if you go early in February or if you go towards the end of the month, it's actually very nice. Weather's a little better than January. Crowds are a little bit lower. So avoid President's Day week, Disney half marathon weekend, and just go either early Feb or end of Feb. And one way to kind of check what Disney thinks the crowd levels are going to be like on any particular day is to look at operating hours because... If the parks are closing earlier, then they think it's going to be a low crowd day. Pro tip, just for you. In terms of weather, Sam, could you please step outside and tell us what it feels like?
2: No, because it's raining and it's cold.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we know. (laughs) In looking at the AccuWeather forecast for the month, it looks like for the most most of the month of February, the highs are in the mid-60s to mid-70s, and the lows are in the mid-40s to low-50s. The forecast shows seven or eight days of possible rain right now, and it's not like an all-day rain, but today, we're recording on Sunday the twenty seventh and it is like a hundred percent chance rain all day. So I was
2: just, it's pouring rain right now. I mean it hasn't stopped since I've been up. It's been raining and even last night whenever I was out The wind was blowing and the wind is cold, but when the wind isn't blowing, it's comfortable outside. But man, I don't know where that wind is coming from. That wind is very cold.
0: It's spirit Jersey weather, right?
2: Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) For a couple of months, you get to break out those spirit jerseys. Special events, the 2019 Epcot International Festival of the Arts is going on now through February 25th. We do have after-hours events at Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and the Disney Hollywood Studios on select days, so go check that out if you're interested. Again, I feel like your value there is Animal Kingdom, but that's just my opinion. And then, uh, again, the Disney Half Marathon, Disney Princess Half Marathon weekend is February 21st through the 24th. McKenna, are you running the Half Marathon this year?
1: Um, No, but I will be there to see the Maleficent Dragon back in action.
0: Yes. Yes, you will. It's, it is back. We should. I guess we should mention, yeah, if, you, if you're visiting in the month of February, you're going to get to see Maleficent return to the Festival of Fantasy Parade.
1: That might be the only thing I'll be running for while we're <laughs> down there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's back blowing fire. I was very worried when her head burst into flame that they might just retire the Maleficent Dragon. But it's back. Full effect, and that's very good. And there's some other things going along uh, with that as well. But uh, but really quickly, just want to touch on refurbishments for the month of February. Magic Kingdom, Stitch's Great Escape, still closed.
2: <laughs> oh my god, stop it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something's happening
0: to it. No, no. No. <laughs> It might My daddy's
2: just it. being terrible because he knows that I say don't bring that one up. <laughs> but why is it still closed?
0: It's probably never coming back. No. they've There have been rumors that it's going to be replaced by a Wreck-It-Ralph attraction.
1: I like Wreck-It-Ralph. But Stitch. Stitch is also cool though.
0: I think it's going to be a little odd unless they find some way to tie in like virtual reality technology or something to it. Because Tomorrowland, Wreck-It-Ralph. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. We'll see what they do. The Walt Disney World Railroad is closed currently for Tronstruction, reopening summer of 2019. Additionally, the Tomorrowland Speedway is closed for Tronstruction, reopening May 18th, 2019. And lastly, Peter Pan's Flight is currently closed, but it's going to open the 2nd of February, so mostly going to be open for the month of Feb.
2: I think Peter Pan's flight really needed some TLC, so... There was paint chipping.
0: Well, yeah, and this is just regular refurbishment. It's not closed long enough for anything major to happen, so...
2: Oh, well, that's too bad, because they could have really used some, like, new paints and stuff like that, probably, and it was just... It kind of looked like it needed a little love.
0: You don't think part of the charm of Peter Pan's flight is that it feels like it was built in the 70s? I kind of think it is.
2: Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, Sure.
0: In Epcot, nothing to note. Everything's open. Disney Hollywood Studios, nothing to note aside from... Wait, everything's
1: open in Epcot?
0: Except for the new stuff like the Space Restaurant and Guardians of the Galaxy Coaster.
1: The Epcot ball. Is
0: still the Epcot. The, the Epcot ball is still open.
1: Epcot ball is. Cl- it's open. It's open. It's open. Oh, the Epcot ball is open. Yes.
0: Why do you think it wasn't?
1: Did I have some weird dream where it yeah, was closed? Because they are adding stuff to it. No,
0: no. We we had discussed that there is a rumor that it will be closing for like two years.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it I was, thought was I thought it, Yeah, I thought it was going to be closed for two years.
0: No, we don't know for sure. That's just what people have been bouncing around. Ooh. For now, it's still open. So get in there and enjoy the Epcot ball, the or Epcot to ball. or to those initiated Spaceship Earth.
1: No, the call it the Epcot ball because we're cool and young. I hope they don't close it. It's,
0: I hope so. it's very cool. If they do close it, it's just to update it and not to majorly change it. That's my hope. And we don't all of a sudden have something like a Spider-Man ride in the Epcot ball. We
1: we do need a Spider-Man ride. Well, go to Universal if you want your
0: Spider-Man ride.
1: If they can get their hands on Spider-Man.
0: Disney's Animal Kingdom, the Wildlife Express to Rafiki's Planet Watch, and including Rafiki's Planet Watch, is still scheduled to reopen spring of 2019. Now, I did see some rumors that potentially when it reopens, (laughs) it's going to be themed after Zootopia instead of Rafiki. I don't uh, like that as much.
1: I mean, they do need to do something with Zootopia.
0: Yeah, they're trying to find a way to bring Zootopia into the parks.
2: And Zootopia sounds like it should go in Animal Kingdom, but... Not there. I've never been to Rafiki's Watch planet watch so i have no idea what i'll be missing or anything but they do need something with zootopia and it's animals
0: the other thing is the kali river rapids is closed currently and is scheduled to reopen march 23rd of 2019 the collective crowd said who cares i'm just kidding i'm not a fan of the kali river rapids but that's just me
1: yikes (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) mckenna you already mentioned it the the maleficent dragon has returned and along with it
1: Oh, there's something else.
0: Our special treats and merchandise that have come into the Magic Kingdom Park in honor of the return of the Maleficent Dragon. So, hey, hey. You remember that soft serve ice cream that they brought in for Halloween that looked like Maleficent? Yeah. It's back for now.
1: Oh, cool. Mom, yeah. you got to try it.
2: Yeah, I really want to try that cuz first off, you guys know I I love Maleficent and I like sherbet a lot, like lime. Sherbet is gonna be delicious, so
0: Yep. Sounds like it's really good. The black waffle cone, I have a weird thing about foods being the wrong color, but I'm still open to trying it. Remember when like blue butter was a thing?
2: I thought and green I loved ketchup? When uh, purple ketchup was cool. purple
0: ketchup. ketchup? It freaked me out. Like it it was weird to me.
1: I love that stuff. I think it's so much fun.
2: Yeah. I thought it was fun too.
0: <laughs> well, so this probably wouldn't bother you guys that much. The nope. other thing that you can find Is over at the Emporium in the Magic Kingdom. There are t-shirts, earrings, jewelry, and socks, among some other things.
1: Socks, you say? Socks. Socks.
0: Better Maleficent-themed. And then Disney ears that feature Maleficent's iconic horns can be found at Les Chapeaux at the Magic Kingdom. I don't know that those are any different than the ones that you have, Sam. They, they sound yeah. similar to the ones that we have. So, And there's uh, pins, ornaments, and other mementos around Walt Disney World. So keep your eyes open. Maleficent gear everywhere. And that's cool. We're, we I like, like Maleficent.
2: Maleficent a lot. So, yeah, I think it's awesome. She's the meanest... Scariest villain out of all the Disney villains for me.
0: Even more than the evil queen in Snow White?
2: Yes. Because Maleficent turns into a freaking dragon.
1: I think Mother Gothel is the scariest because she kidnapped some kid
2: for her own vanity, which is pretty scary.
0: That's the Rapunzel bad guy?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I think she's scary too, but maleficent turns into a dragon yeah
1: but then maleficent has her own backstory where she's like you know not evil and scary and then she gets burned by some king
0: yeah they softened her up in that prequel
1: but mother gothel is all psyched like
0: how about jafar we don't have like a pre a backstory for jafar that explains why he's so evil he turns into a giant cobra that's pretty scary
1: turns into a genie yeah he is scary
2: and I think the voodoo guy from Tiana, Princess and the Frog, he's scary. Dr. I think he's Facilier.
0: whiny.
2: He's whiny? I mean, he's cool. I just I like his song.
0: I think
1: he's cool. I think he's really cool, but I also think he's whiny. So. Friend,
0: friends on the Other Side is a good song.
1: Yeah. What do you mean yeah. whiny? He's like crying about it, like, oh, no, don't take, don't take me away, demons, even though I totally what? didn't do what I was supposed to. Because they're going to kill him. Shouldn't, Who he should, should have be killed? done what he sh- was supposed to. um well he it wasn't his choice the thing got smashed it's his own fault though that he got in that situation in the first place
0: the lesson here is don't make deals with demons yeah that's it it never turns out in your favor
1: especially singing ones
0: right are you ready
2: the ones that our kids can act like sometimes. We oh, yes. shouldn't make deals with them. <laughs> I
0: never make deals with the, de- with the devil. <laughs> these ki- I was going to say these kids, and I said the devil. That's weird.
2: That's <laughs> worse than me. <laughs>
0: um, okay, guys, you know I'm a nerd. What?
2: Right? That's crazy.
0: So I'm not just a Disney nerd. I'm also a comic book nerd. And I'm a huge, ginormous, extremely large Star Wars nerd. I've got an announcement for you that brings together all of these things. The Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is getting its own comic book series coming up in April. That is amazing. So essentially what's going to happen here is the story is going to be set in Batuu. The location that you're going to be able to visit when Galaxy's Edge opens at the end of 2019 at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It's a five-issue series that will be written by Ethan
1: Sacks, And we will own every copy.
0: Oh, we're going to get them for sure. You might know Sachs because he also wrote Age of the Republic, and he will be joined by Will Sliney for this project. And Sli- Will Smith. <laughs> will Damn. Sliney worked on a comic adaption of Solo, A Star Wars Story, and The Beckett One-Shot. And actually, I didn't even realize there was a Beckett one-shot comic, but I feel like I need that now because I think Beckett's a cool character. But yes, this will take place at Black Spire Outpost on Batuu, and uh, we'll be introduced to new characters and storylines. StarWars.com hints that the key to saving this lawless outpost might just involve a job pulled long ago by none other than Han Solo and his cohort, Chewbacca. So this is going to kind of tell us why is the Millennium Falcon there. This always ends up happening in Star Wars. Every backstory has to be explained in great detail. So that's yeah, what the comic book just, is. That's just
1: it's the Star Wars way. It
0: really is. So that's what this comic book is going to do. These comic books are going to do for us about Black Spire Outpost. But you yeah. know, I'm pretty excited about it because they've already told us this is a location we've never been to in Star Wars, and there are going to be characters there that we've never met before. And hopefully, when we get to black spire outpost we're going to meet some of these characters that we see from the comic books so i'm excited
1: it'll be cool i'm excited I too. Mm-hmm. i am too
0: yeah and during the interview Sachs explained that this series will be important because it will give fans the chance to visit black spire outpost months ahead of voyaging to batu in person armed with top secret sketches and information from walt disney imagineering and lucasfilm we are keeping this authentic to the spirit of the rich new setting and he says i'd tell you more but I already have the death sentence on 12
1: systems,
0: which.
2: Wow. That's right.
0: If, if anybody's wow. out there looking for a voice actor, I'm just telling you, I've got, I've got the chops.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You got it.
0: <laughs> I wanted to mention one other thing before we wrap up segment one today. And that's just that Disney from the Disney parks blog, they released some new information about the Disney Riviera resort. First of all, They are already accepting room-only and package reservations for stays starting December 16th. This is Disney's 15th Disney Vacation Club Resort, and it promises to immerse guests in the grandeur and enchantment of the European Riviera.
2: That's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be nice. I bet it will.
2: What kind of food, if it's European, (laughs) um, what kind of food are they planning on having there? Because, I don't know. That's a pretty all-encompassing kind of... There's a lot of countries in the European area.
0: That's true. I hope that they are all represented. We need a restaurant for each country at this hotel. That's what I'm working okay. for. <laughs>
2: it's a little excessive. <laughs>
0: but one thing I know for sure is we're getting a rooftop restaurant. And as we discussed with Nick Salcedo, and he agrees with us, rooftop food just tastes better. That's an yeah. a, a indisputable fact.
2: Yeah, you get that fresh wind blowing in your mouth as you're chewing. Makes it taste better with your mouth open.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your mom chews with it. Haven't you ever watched your mom eat?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I try to
1: avoid watching people eat. It just makes me angry. (laughs) Why does it make you angry?
0: It makes me feel gross. (laughs) I love listening to it.
1: Oh, no. I'm just kidding.
0: You want to talk about triggers? I hate hearing people eat. It's gross. The new rooftop restaurant will be called Topolino's Terrace. Why are they calling it Topolino's?
1: Rat. Yeah. It's the rat.
0: It's the rat.
1: The rat's name. The rat.
0: Well, as it turns out, Topolino is the Italian name for Mickey Mouse. Oh,
1: we were pretty close with the rat. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, food at this restaurant is going to feature dishes infused with French and Italian flavors and will offer views of nighttime fireworks from Epcot and... Hollywood Studios.
1: What? That's cool. Mm-hmm. How expensive is this place?
0: Well, it's going to be a signature restaurant, I'm sure. So it'll be up there with like California Grill and such. Wow. Additionally, guests can begin their day with character dining at breakfast. They can visit Topolino's Terrace for Disney character dining inspired by the Riviera. So there will also be a restaurant or a little cafe called Le Petite Cafe, A lobby locale with coffee by day and wine bar by night.
1: Can you get croissants?
0: You can probably get a croissant.
1: (laughs) Croissant. Croissants. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) And then a new quick service location called Primo Piatto, reminiscent of chic dining found along the Riviera. There you go. Sounds like a pretty cool place. If you guys are interested in booking a reservation at the Riviera Resort, you know what I would suggest you do? Give Nick a call capture the magic vacations Nick Salcedo can help you out with that and yeah. we we have a, a testimonial already one of our good friends on Instagram Theme Park Warrior he is working with Nick as we speak for an upcoming Disney trip and he said that Nick has been so helpful to him I mean we we're getting the testimonials out there we're getting the reviews Nick is getting it done and he can get it done for you so
2: yeah that's awesome Nick's great
0: Nick Salcedo at CaptureTheMagicVacations.com yeah if you go to the website you make sure to go to the agents and you find Nick on the drop down ignore all the rest of those names they don't matter
2: yes you only (laughs) need one (laughs) ignore them sorry to Nick's friends
0: (laughs) so that's it any other thoughts or comments before we wrap up segment number one today
1: porcupines okay (laughs) that's a pretty good thought
0: (laughs) porcupines Uh, uh, comma why
1: i don't know how to beat that why why you why do you hurt people (laughs) (laughs) these are good questions and i say that we demand answers now yeah just like hold the porcupines hostage yeah so if you want to see your family you better tell us oh my gosh jeez
0: i'm gonna call the porcupine crisis line oh my
1: gosh porcupine police officers (laughs) That'd be so cute. <laughs> they probably have those
0: in Zootopia. Oh, no. Yeah. They no, got a rocket. You, they you
1: hurt people. Just, Just don't do uh, that. Garrett, you should run for president. They should put marshmallows on the spikes. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't hurt anyone. Garrett should run for president 2020.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, stay tuned for Garrett's presidential run. For now, we're going to take a trip over to M34D. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. We'll be right back. The Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is the Disney Deep Dive with the Dawes, and joining me to make it a complete deep dive that includes the Dawes is one Landon, the Dawes Don. Landon, welcome back to the Monorail.
3: Uh, always glad to be here uh, bright and early on said Monday morning monorail. Though FYI, maybe bring one of those fun like breathy mask things that you see in uh, Grey's Anatomy and all those Outbreak movies that everybody loves. Because uh, <laughs> there might be something going around said monorail.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is going to look like maybe Tokyo Disney Sea or something. We're all going to be walking around with our <laughs> face mask um, because we're, every, all of us have a little touch of something going on. It It is just a germ-filled monorail this week. Um, but, but we're going to power through it. If you notice my voice might have a little deeper tender. I don't know why I became dude <laughs> from Drew Carey. What's, what's his name?
3: I think his name is dude from
0: Drew Carey. Oh yeah. That guy, the boss. But anyway, um, I'm struggling Thanks with it too. His. Landon had some flu-like symptoms. We yeah, are recording me
3: to Metallica. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. And that's <laughs> yeah. serious
0: business. If you know Landon, it has to be serious to miss a Metallica show.
3: That would have been my seventh time seeing James and the boys.
0: Yeah. So, so obviously something's going on. Luckily we're recording at a safe distance all the way across town.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about recording podcasts. Uh, You can still be patient zero and still hit your deadlines.
0: That's exactly right. And uh, technology allows us to do so. You know what else technology allows us to do? Segway. It allows us to fly to the moon, not on a Segway on a rocket. I was going to say,
3: wow, Segway's got really good. (laughs)
0: That's probably the next step in Segway's personal space travel. And I'd be on board.
3: You'll be fine.
0: I would be on board for that. But until we have a personal transportation unit that can take you out to the moon or maybe even to Mars, you can fly to Mars. You can still do that at Epcot or as I like to call it, Epcot Center. But even before that at the Magic Kingdom Park. You could have stepped inside a rocket and flown to the moon a mere two, say 3 years after men actually landed on the moon. <laughs> you you yourself could have stepped into a, a a rocket and flown to the moon or at least had the experience of doing so with an attraction called Flight to the Moon and that's what we're going to be talking about today and then it's its successor which was of course mission to Mars because I mean after people have gone to the moon it's not quite as exciting to think about well sometime in the future we're gonna go to the moon no we we did we did yeah yeah
3: we, is, we definitely did that yeah what is
0: this today land this is supposed to be tomorrow land <laughs> 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 I
3: today feel like, land just sounds terrible I feel
0: like that's a new t-shirt what is this today land? <laughs>
3: Everybody go stand in line to pick up your dry cleaning. Ooh. Ah, the wonders of today. In the future, you will be able
0: to use a small device, a handheld device, and summon transportation from place to place. Um. Oh. And we will call it. By the it- way,
3: speaking of t shirts, be sure to head over to uh, what is it, T Republic? T public. T Bubble. T T Public. T something or another, and be sure to get your official Monday morning monorail uh, merchandise, including a t shirt with this beautiful mug on it, the godfather of chicken nugget.
0: It's beautiful. It's the best design yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's really good, and uh, Landon. According to
3: my mom, she says it's the best design on the site. So,
0: oh, absolutely! And you know, Landon is trying to uh, get his funds together for his trip to Disney this summer. So, help sponsor that trip by purchasing your Godfather of Chicken Nugget gear.
3: Yeah. I actually like that. Any money you get from that shirt should go directly to me so I can then spend it at Disney. You'll get or some, on booze. You Booze a, at Disney. Okay, there we go. You'll
0: get some sort of predetermined percentage.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, percentage? <laughs> uh,
0: moving on. So, Flight to the Moon, Mission to Mars. There's a lot of iconic kind of Tomorrowland, um, I would say, scenes or... Uh, environ sounds, audio, like all the stuff that kind of goes into this attraction really is classic vintage Tomorrowland. And one of the things that uh, I, I just wanted to point out was if you're ever walking through Tomorrowland and you hear an announcement uh, paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Tom
3: Morrow, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is where you would have actually been able to meet Mr. Tom Morrow because he was your, uh, what do they call it, flight director in mission control?
3: The hostess with the most. <laughs> he was the hostess with the most is. Wait a minute. Yeah, yep. yeah.
0: In in the pre-show room, you actually walk in and you get to see Mission Control um, full of animatronics. And one of them was Mr. Morrow himself actually explaining what you're going to experience on this trip, this flight to the moon. So, Oh,
3: I get it. Why they call it flight to the moon. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And of course, this is another one of those attractions that both Landon and I did not exist before it closed we uh you know we didn't get to witness the movie. fun way
3: of putting it we didn't exist we didn't
0: exist yet yeah um so r i p flight to the moon but but Mission to Mars was the one that I remember and a lot of it was very similar um, they didn't change much just the destination <laughs> um, why haven't we talked about this one yet well this was because this one did, was not a day one attraction even though it's another example of an attraction that was brought over from Disneyland and it actually opened in Disneyland in 1955. So at that point, it was relevant. And it was. Yeah, it
3: was ahead <laughs> of the curve.
0: Yeah. But. yeah. but for us, it didn't open in Walt Disney World until Christmas Eve, 1971. So it was a bit of a Christmas present for people who might be taking a little trip to come see the parks for the holidays or the park for the holiday. There was no Epcot at this point, only Magic Kingdom. And they would have been able to step on to, to this attraction at that point. But... You know, there there's videos out there. There there aren't a lot in my experience or my research. Searching through YouTube and trying to find good videos of flight to the moon, I couldn't find a lot of good ones. There's there's some that have all the audio, but it's like still shots. Maybe maybe you'll have more success than I did, Lane. And I don't know if you tried to. To search. Yeah, there
3: was there was one particularly that came to mind that I even thought while I was watching it, like, dang, this is this yeah. is a well thought out and put together video. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up here real quick.
0: I was successful in finding some Mission to Mars videos, but uh, maybe I need to look for Rocket to the Moon. Maybe there's a good one from Disneyland because that was actually what it was called when it first opened out there.
3: Yeah, it was a video. Ah, well, excuse me. I uh, misspoke. This was a Mission to Mars video. It was from uh, martinsvids.net on YouTube. That is the username. Very well put together. Uh, Gives you a pretty much like beginning to end complete experience of the Mission to Mars from Walt Disney World. uh, It's uh, called the Ultimate Anniversary Tribute. So uh, I guess I misspoke. I was not uh, able to find any flight to the moon uh, nah.
0: footage. No, that's okay. That's That was my experience as well. But if you do watch the, the Mission to Mars videos, it's very similar to what you would have experienced in Flight to the Moon. So essentially, when they decided, you know, we've opened this up, it's already outdated. We need to upgrade it, update it, <laughs> make it a little more <laughs> future. That has to
3: be a super great feeling. All right, we finally got this attraction opened, and it's several years behind. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah in the ride they're telling you imagine a day when we'll actually fly to the moon you're like yeah we've we've done it
3: yeah i know i i i watched it walter Cronkite told me about it
0: on july 20th 1969 neil armstrong himself as part of the apollo 11 mission he's like been there done that imagine if he went to disneyland he's like nope this is not at all what it's really like you guys are wrong uh,
3: or imagine if Buzz Aldrin went there like today cuz remember Buzz Aldrin will fight people if they tell him that the moon landing was fake. And also he was awesome on 30 Rock too.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. Yelling at the moon, I
3: walked on your face. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's interesting. I wonder if Buzz or Neil or or any of the Apollo astronauts rode the flight to the moon ride, and and then what their opinions of that were. We should. We I mean, should they're probably going to
3: say it's not as authentic as the real thing. But I mean, probably the ice cream was better than the real thing too. So, I mean, oh,
0: astronauts. Positives and negatives. I love astronaut ice cream. Uh,
3: oh, I do too. But at the same time, like it's no Mickey Mouse ice cream.
0: No, you're right. Mickey Mouse, I- <laughs> Mickey Mouse ice cream bar is now available yep. in your local grocery store.
3: Maybe if you can find them. Oh yeah,
0: it's it can be difficult. But <laughs> if you do, stock up. Buy multiple boxes.
3: <laughs> yeah, that thought did cross my mind. I'm not gonna lie. I, I went with two. I felt like that was enough. Screw that! I'm preparing for the apocalypse. I'm going to buy everything. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You've got to. You got to
3: spend seven hundred and two dollars on ice cream bars.
0: Mickey Mickey only turns ninety once. Who knows when they'll release these back in local grocery stores ever again? So get them while you can. But anyway, so pre-show, we're all over the place with this one.
3: Seriously, good luck editing this, buddy.
0: (laughs) Pre-show. You walk in you're in a room And the way i would describe it is imagine um rock and roller coaster the pre-show where you're in the the studios or or even um the pre-show for 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 stitch or Or alien encounter does
3: this little (laughs) hold on a minute (laughs) that's a great idea yeah it's like what is it yeah
0: he does a little thing with his fingers like this there it is yeah Mm -hmm. that's just for youtube Go to YouTube and check out our Steven Tyler impression. <laughs> I've even got bandanas tied to my microphone stand.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have pyro, too. <laughs>
0: I would do a Steven Tyler screen, but I can't pull it off right now.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm just now starting to feel not like death, so I'm not going to push my luck.
0: <laughs> but uh, you're standing in a room. If I remember right, there were lean rails in the room, but I could be wrong. Uh, and you get to you get to view through the glass at the animatronic... Mission Control inhabitants with their Apple computer screens or Macintosh computer screens sitting in front of them. And and Mr. Tom Morrow tells you all about your trip. When you move into the actual ride auditorium, I'm going to call it, it's a theater in the round. So we already talked about this setup because it was the same setup as Alien Encounter and Stitch's Great Escape.
3: Uh, Mm, Yes, the uh, much beloved Stitch's Great Escape.
0: Yeah, The
3: Consensus Best Attraction Ever (laughs) by everybody. Yeah.
0: It's actually, like, they've got it, like, engraved on the Stitch's Great Escape um, Mm -hmm. ride uh, marquee. It actually says... Quote, Number this one, this is the
3: best ride ever, don't question it, suck it, nerds.
0: Number one all-time fan favorite, yeah.
3: Yeah, like, I was surprised the plaque got really hostile there towards the end. I don't <laughs>
0: understand it. But yeah, you do. You go into sort of a theater-in-the-round scenario, and uh, this was prior to shoulder harnesses, so you didn't have those. Um but you did have kind of a circular screen on the floor in the middle of the room, and then there was a screen on the ceiling and kind of screens on the walls around you. And this was just like a 360 kind of a, a theater experience. During the mission, during the flight, you would have felt rumbling the screen on the floor. You can look and watch as the Earth shrinks and disappears behind you. And they show you things like your, your travel uh, route, a uh, map quest <laughs> through space, up on the screens, sc- MapQuest. Does anyone MapQuest anymore? Is that still uh, a not?
3: Thing? No more. Yeah, Apple. Apple came along and said, "Guess what? We's gonna eat your lunch." And then Google is like, "We're gonna eat the crumbs too." <laughs>
2: yeah, like
3: like nowadays, like saying like, "Yeah, I'm gonna MapQuest something." That's like saying, "I'm gonna call up Movie Phone for movie times." <laughs> um, or, or hold on, let me open my internet browser so I can ask a question. <laughs> like, like at one point, the internet was so jacked up. It's like I'm not even gonna ask my own questions i'm gonna ask a fake butler <laughs> butler questions to look up for me
0: because that's the way butlers work they stand around waiting exactly for you to-
3: yeah i mean we've all seen batman it's like 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 alfred's there yes uh, yes master wayne i will ready the batmobile and also look up what the weight of a guava cucumber is <laughs> hey alfred
0: What's that weird looking dude's name in in Fargo and all those movies? Oh yeah, Steve Buscemi. Thank you, Alfred. Passed
3: away. That would be Steve Buscemi, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So before we had uh, Ask Jeeves and um, and all, or during the time, yeah, Map Quest. I don't know why that Mapquest. was my that was that was my go-to. You can
3: quest your maps. Wow, Bravo, dude. Yeah. Uh, pull
0: well, out also, your Tom Tom. So,
3: so, yeah, this segment of M340 is brought to you by Friendster. <laughs> follow
0: us on MySpace.
3: <laughs> yeah, the first people to follow us will make it into our top eight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't even know where to go from here.
3: You're missing out if you're not watching us on YouTube. That's all I'll say.
0: It's really true. Let's talk about the show a little bit more. So uh, one of the things that I always like to mention is that they tell you, you know, every time I talk about Mission to Mars, I always mention it. Because I talk about it so often, um, I do
3: talk about it a
0: lot. Man. I really do. I really do.
3: It's like Jay, we're at an Arby's. Why do you keep bringing this up? Stop.
0: Arby's, Arby's inspires mission to Mars in my mind.
3: They have the meat for sandwiches.
0: Well, the announcement, the flight director. Hey, there it is. Flight director. He lets you know you're going to experience uh, a period of weightlessness. So here's a spoiler. That doesn't happen because you can't simulate <laughs> weightlessness in a room that's not moving. It reminds me of when Landon, you and I went to space camp twice, and twice one of the things that people love to ask you is, "Did you get to go in the zero g room?"
3: There's no such thing. You can't. Yes, of course we did. We lived in there. We we took all of our lunches in there. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately, like Jay said, that that didn't exist.
0: Yeah, it, it's not real. not you, a thing. Unless you go ride the. Um, affectionately named Vomit Comet, you cannot simulate zero <laughs> Gs within the Earth's atmosphere. You just can't Though
3: I will say, I, uh, I don't... Yeah, you. I think you were uh, along on this uh, trip to space camp uh, when we went to uh, the Birmingham one. They offered where you could pay extra. They would take you in like a small prop plane and they would just do dive. Yeah, dive. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: And, and the reason I signed up for it is because in the pamphlet, they misspoke or uh, straight out lied, said... Learn how to fly a plane. Oh, you because signed up for that? Heck to the yeah, I did. 12-year-old Landon wanted to learn how to fly a plane, and they're going to teach me how, what it feels like to be a, uh, a weightless in space. Why wouldn't I?
0: <laughs> now, did you I mean, go through with
3: it? Yes, I did. Wow. Yeah.
0: I missed out on that. I did not know that you actually did that.
3: Yeah, I, I totally did it. But unfortunately, uh, like I said in the brochure, it said learn how to fly a plane. But yeah, no, uh, they thought better than to turn the reins of a uh, of a plane over to a teenager. Because, you know, apparently insurance is like, they're going to sue you for everything when they die. Not if, when they die. But it was fun. I mean, like I I, I got to see my pen float off my uh, pad or whatever, and then boom.
0: Did you get sick?
3: No I didn't surprisingly Of course that's that, that was back when I was of the age Where I could do stuff like that Cause it's like I'm sure we'll get into this at a later date Or podcast um, When it first opened up Islands of Adventure The Spider-Man ride didn't give me any sort of uh, Stomach issue The last time I went to Islands of Adventure On the Spider-Man ride I got up it's like Man that was still an amazing ride But I feel like I'm about to die So I Ooh. need to just stand over here
0: <laughs> Getting old is no fun
3: Dude, tell me about it. Like, okay, yes, we can buy alcohol, which, yay, alcohol. But I, but it's like I want, like I feel like I'm gonna die if I get off of an of an amusement park ride. That sucks. Yeah. Though the Wild Eagle at uh, Dollywood did almost kill me. So. Wow. Or where I felt like it almost killed me, I almost blacked out on that ride.
0: Oh my gosh, I had the same experience. So
3: I, <clears throat> going going down, uh, down uh, down the bank or whatever.
0: For me, it wasn't it wasn't the first drop. It was um, maybe a turn or like a, a barrel roll situation. I was sitting on one of the outside seats, and I yes. really, I yes, really I was thought on
3: the very outside. Yeah, yeah, oh. and and it was when we hit a bank or whatever, yeah. and it like threw me down. It's like. Huh, this is uh, and then I just see a bunch of black dots around my eyes and it's like I start to go limp, but then I come back.
0: That's exact that was exactly my experience. <laughs> it was it's like during one of those points of like negative G's or something. Like it it it, it, it yep. does it did something to me and I and that's the only time ever I felt like that. I was like, Oh, here we go. Like, like a- <laughs> lights are going out and then I and then it just stopped. Um, yeah
3: and then, and then you kick back in it's like oh, oh man that was that was weird. So Dollywood.
0: I've ridden it since and not had that experience. I don't <laughs> know I don't know what it was about that particular ride but
3: Yeah, uh, but I only rode it the one time it's like yeah no I'd prefer my amusement park attractions to not kill me. So
0: yeah. I wonder I wonder if they've ever had that train roll back into the station there's just people passed out like, just, just
3: like just out unconscious. Yeah, it's like dang it we <laughs> We got a code two hundred four, two hundred four. Like, dang it again! Yeah.
0: <laughs> they they have to have like a hose ready so they can just spray people in the face as the train's coming back in.
3: <sighs> we we need another crate of smelling salts. I guess just hold them here. Um, bring bring out the chicken lady to entertain the crowd. Chicken lady, <laughs> go for chicken lady. Chicken lady, go. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: what is going on? Where the hell are we?
0: We're all over the place. Yes, we are. I think we've kind of given you the the feel of it. At this point,
3: yeah, go to Dollywood, like almost black out on the on the Iron Eagle. Wait, no, the Wild Wild Eagle. Yeah, yeah, Iron Eagle. Don't right. Whoops.
0: (laughs) 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 That's our first f bomb. Wow.
3: Hey, you know what? I'm kind of proud of myself. I made it this far without uh, without
0: driving. I am very impressed we've made it this far. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and cut all of
0: it. No, I'm just going to... I want it in because it's hilarious. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to bleep it. That was pretty amazing.
3: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. So Mission to Mars <laughs> closed its doors officially on October 4th of 1993 and would not reopen again until um, the successor, the Terrestrial alien encounter, opened up in 1995. So mm, yes, <laughs> it, it, it definitely was not just a um, let's fly to a new destination. At this point, it was a whole new experience. And we, if you want to hear all about the extraterrestrial experience, you'll have to go back to October when we were doing our spooky M340s because that was a spooky because one.
3: It was spooky. And a spoiler alert, one of the people on this segment was scared of it.
0: <laughs> we won't tell you who. Go find out.
3: Exactly. I'm not going to tell you it's me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
3: crap. Dang it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I think that'll wrap it up. This was kind of a wild eagle slash flight to the moon <laughs> slash mission to Mars slash whatever else. It was else.
3: definitely a segment. I think that's that's all we can say about it.
0: And MapQuest segment.
3: Yeah. Shout out to MapQuest and Ask Jeeves.
0: <laughs> so uh, Landon, thanks so much for helping me explore this trip to the moon and to Mars. Listen, I've got some tips for you. I know you want to hear more of Landon. You definitely do. And you're probably fans of Game of Thrones because everybody is. Well, if you go to buttmunchchips.com, you will find much more Landon content, including Game of Thrones talk or Got Talk, the Game of Thrones podcast, which will be coming back when Season 8 hits the season. Not just
3: Season 8, the final season.
0: The final, the end of an era. We're going to find out who wins the game of thrones
3: nobody does i'm calling it right now nobody does
0: no nobody's gonna win we all lose even the fans because they're gonna kill everybody we love we know it um (laughs) but come back for that also visit butt munch chips for near fall radio if you're a fan of the sweet science of professional wrestling today that's a thing as we record this where uh the royal rumble pre-show started at uh seven in the morning And the the show probably won't end until midnight. So it's a a day of Royal Rumble festivities. And at some point, Landon and I are going to fire up the old podcast machine and record some more stuff about. Maybe we'll talk about all elite wrestling. Who knows?
3: Yeah, AEW. I'm I'm kind of excited about that.
0: All right, Landon. Well, thanks so much for joining me for another M3-4-D. I'll see you here next week, and we'll do it all again.
3: L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me.
0: How could I forget? Landon Dome. On Twitter. On Twitter.
3: He's, <laughs> he's, he's there. Go follow him or something.
0: <laughs> this has been a mess.
3: Oh, the worst.
0: Welcome back to the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. Hope you enjoyed M34D today. We were a bit all over the place because we were not focused. Um, What?
2: You guys? (laughs) Crazy. Yeah,
0: um, we started talking about Flight to the Moon and ended up discussing things like the Wild Eagle at Dollywood and even (laughs) MapQuest.com.
2: I can't wait to hear this one.
0: (laughs) so Should be a good one. Strap in. Um, Today, for segment number three... Sam is going to tell us about a pretty cool adventure she went on yesterday where she got to meet several of our Twitter friends live and in person doing a little resort hopping. So, Sam, first of all, tell us who you met and where you started.
2: Well, first, let me say I had so much fun last night until Allison tried to poison me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So she felt really guilty because she recommended a drink for me. And Allison is at WDW Mini Bar. She felt super guilty because she recommended a drink. And in her defense and mine as well, nowhere did this drink list pineapple. <laughs> um, luckily, I had just a couple small sips. And I started noticing that my throat felt like really raw and my chest started to feel like it was tightening a little and Allison's mom is so sweet. her name's Norma and she came to the rescue and she gave me a benadryl and um, and I was fine. No no
0: epipen needed.
2: No, no and a drunk stormtrooper, he ended up drinking my drink for me because Oh
0: what a guy you know, took one yeah. for the team man) <laughs>
2: But, but yeah, last night was so much fun. I got to meet um, the drunk stormtrooper. I got to meet Heather, who is at Pixie nineteen seventy ish, and she is awesome. And I also got to meet Jeremy, who is at Main Street Magic on Twitter, um, and he was very nice. It was nice to meet him. So there were other people there, but I didn't catch all their names. Uh, because I was really looking forward to meeting my best friend, Allison. And so <laughs> getting to meet my best friend for the first time was wonderful. Yeah. And it was funny. We were joking around about it because um, I was like, yeah, I was wondering if you would be like, this girl's so creepy because <laughs> I called her my best friend. And her husband, John, was kind of like, well, it is a little creepy. <laughs> so.
0: I'll say this. She is a little creepy, but she's not a stalker. So that should make oh, you feel better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: i am a little creepy probably
0: yeah jeremy jeremy i think does more podcasts than me or landon combined he's on like several he's got main street magic the diz dudes and capture the magic so um okay we probably have got some crossover with some of his audience and ours so if you are are familiar with jeremy that's who we're talking about
2: yeah so got to meet him so um, where did you all go so the first place we went to was the banana cabana
0: that sounds like a ladies club name it does. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> it does. Banana Cabana? Come on.
2: But that place was nice. Um, it was out. It's an outdoor thing, and they had heaters in there hanging along the ceiling wall area. And the heaters were just taunting us. They don't actually put up <laughs> enough heat to warm the place. It's so, a mental thing. <laughs> We were all pretty cold. It was like those heaters were glowing red menacingly. So, but we had a great time there. I drank a Kraken punch mm-hmm. which had Kraken rum and then it had uh some pomegranate juice in it. It had orange juice and then another juice, but it was very tasty. No pineapple. No pineapple. Um, that was a
1: safe
2: one. <laughs> and uh then we hung out there for a little while. Uh, we ended up getting an Uber because it would be faster to go over to Polynesian. So um,
0: I have two questions. One yes. is, did you check out the Caribbean Beach lobby because it's been all redone and everything? Did you actually go check any of that out?
2: Kinda. I was. I just. I walked through it, but I didn't really walk around it. Okay. And it is nice in there.
0: Did you see the gondola construction at all?
2: No, it was dark outside.
0: Oh, you couldn't really see it. Okay. My other okay. question is Uber? Why didn't you minivan?
2: Come on. Well, that's a great question. <laughs> it's all the drunk stormtrooper's fault. Okay.
3: We'll blame him.
2: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They ended up having an Uber/Lyft competition to see whose ride would be cheaper. And uh, the Uber ride was 50 cents cheaper than Lyft. <laughs>
0: wow. The savings. We, we Don't saved spend a lot. We it of all money. in one place. <laughs>
2: But after that, we went to Polly and we went to, is it Tambu? Tambu Lounge. Yeah, we went to the Tambu Lounge and that's where um, Allison poisoned me.
0: <laughs> so it was funny because you tweeted out a picture of your back scratcher sitting next to a Lapu Lapu. And I said, that is very close to a danger fruit. And it was almost forecast or forecasting. <laughs> Foreshadowing.
2: (laughs) Foreshadowing, yeah. I mean, the Lapu Lapu looked really cool, but it is literally a pineapple with a ton of alcohol in it. And honestly, on the menu, a back scratcher says that it has a white or a light rum, like a white rum, a dark rum, and it has passion fruit juice. And then it has Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey on top. Mm. And that was it. And so I was like, Oh, I can drink that passion fruit. I'm not allergic to, but as I was sitting there drinking it, like I took a little sip of it and I was like, huh, well, it tastes good, but it tastes a little funny. But then I thought that it was passion fruit. Then I took another sip (laughs) and um, I was sitting there talking and I started noticing like my mouth was starting to feel warm. (laughs) And I was like, uh oh. And I have a couple sores in my mouth this morning, and my chest is a little tight, but it's not bad. So, this experience
0: uh, did nothing to change your mind about the Polynesian being a dangerous place for you to eat, <laughs> drink, or stay. <laughs>
2: I really don't like going there. I mean, I was able to tough it out last night because I literally probably had like four, no, probably like three sips, mm-hmm. but I immediately started noticing a change. And so I asked the waiter or the bartender, I said, is there a pineapple in this? And he said, a hint. And I said, what's a hint? And, um, he goes, it's, it's a hint. And I said, well, I'm allergic. He goes, oh, there is pineapple in there. It's not a lot, but there's a little bit of pineapple. I put a little bit in it. And I was like, okay, I can't, I can't drink this. He was like, you want some water? And I said, yeah. And then Allison's mom was like, I have Benadryl. And I was like, please give it to me. So um, it's not so bad. It's not like whenever I almost fell over because we had brunch with our friends and that juice was a mixture juice, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah.
2: It was enough that I'm glad I caught it in time and I didn't keep drinking because sometimes those juices and alcohol hides the flavors of things. So,
0: Did you get to keep your back scratcher?
2: Well, that's the other thing. I just tossed it. <laughs> you tossed it? Why would you toss it? Because it was not even. Okay. So here's the other thing. Alice and I were trying to figure out why they would do this. The back scratcher had branding on it and it's from the Oriental Trading Company. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's funny. We
2: were saying, why don't they put like a Mickey Mouse sticker or something over that, you know?
0: Yeah, they could at least have something that says Polly or something on it. That's okay. All right. Well, no, I understand that. I probably would have tossed it too. Makes sense.
2: Yeah. So I was like, I don't need this. (laughs) But, you know, we had a pretty good time there. And then we ended up getting into Trader Sam's.
0: Whoa, wait a minute. Now, this is one of my Disney never have I ever things. I've never gotten to go to Trader Sam's. So. I'm pretty jealous. How was it?
2: It was really cool. The food was tasty, but it's definitely food like, you know, just munching food. So it was really good. I got the chicken flatbread and it had like a Thai peanut sauce on it. And then I also got some pot stickers and um, I refused to eat the pork because of everything that's pork and it's Hawaiian is marinated in pineapple. So I didn't eat anything with pork, but... It was really good and I had a lot of fun. I got to talk with Allison's dad for a while while I was there. He's a nice man. I had a good time getting to know him. It was just a lot of fun there. They bring out these drinks and things will happen. There's this one table that's like a high top table and the the chairs go up and down. If there's like a volcano, you'll see like a chair go down <laughs> like it's melting in the vol- in the lava or something. <laughs> That's awesome. And so, one girl, her face was like in line with the high table because you know, her <laughs> chair was all the way down. So, but it, it went. Does it drop up,
0: really it fast?
2: fast? No, I was thinking if it went fast, that would be not good for Ima- people yeah. drinking.
0: Imagine you're holding. Yeah, e- exactly. You're either drunk and you fall out of your chair, or you're holding a drink and it drops and you drink goes everywhere.
2: But I imagine if I was like pretty hammered and the chair started slowly going down, I may fall anyways. <laughs> so,
1: this sounds like a place that we need to go to. You have to a be 21. Family. Oh, dang. You
0: yeah. Need, yeah. Okay. We can, you well, can do your 21st birthday.
1: Yeah, I want to sit Ooh. on a chair that goes down like that.
0: <laughs> You're on one.
1: Well, it doesn't
2: automatically. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. Like, it was a lot of fun there. They have water bottles and they shoot water at you and they're like, it's raining. It's raining. And then um, they have like, you know, little moving picture type things. And whenever everything turns red, you'll see smoke coming from the volcanoes and the pictures and stuff. It's kind of like how they do at the Tiki room.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What really makes it are the, the servers because like, they brought out one of the volcano drinks, and the woman was saying, get your feet off the floor, your floor is lava, you know. And she kept telling everyone, the floor is lava, it's lava, your your bag is burning, you know. <laughs> and it was funny, because she was really having a good time with it, too. And she brought out, like, the nod, Nautilus mm-hmm. drink, and she sang a whole song and was yeah. wearing a, a life best kind of a rubber ducky floaty thingy or whatever and it was fun so i recommend it
0: yeah um i have a trivia question for the kids where do you see trader sam in walt disney world uh,
1: the jungle the boat crew. yeah the boat yeah.
0: oh nice you both knew that yeah i'm proud this I is a proud I, dad over here
2: that well that's because isn't his name on stuff when it's, you're riding it's on it? the shack cross yeah
0: but also do you know uh, like you actually see him
2: Yes. Uh, and he's he is.
0: what is he holding?
1: Oh this I don't know. What whoa, is he holding now? Was it a head?
0: Shrunken heads.
1: Yeah. yeah, shrunken head. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it.
2: Yeah. You guys are geniuses. Good job. Seriously, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to answer that.
0: It's almost like you're on a Disney themed podcast or
2: something. <laughs> but yeah, I had a really good time last night. I really am glad I got to go out and meet everyone. I love when people come in and they're Like that was just, it made my, my week because since I've been here, I haven't really had a lot of people that I know. So, and I don't know, know them, but we kind of know each other. So it was nice to be able to spend some time and, you know, feel a little more comfortable with the people I'm around. I kind of
0: feel like this was the ultimate revenge for my pizza party that I had with Frank and Jen.
2: Oh, I'm getting them next. They better get their butts down here soon. (laughs) (laughs) i I need to see them (laughs) we all need to meet them yes
0: definitely well that's awesome i'm really glad that you got to do that i'm certainly not jealous at all (laughs) yeah i think it's very cool though and hopefully the first of many of your um, getting to meet our Diz twitter family i guess that's gonna wrap it up for today next week are we gonna be able to have a review of enzo's hideaway you think
2: I would like to. That sounds like a good one to me. They have an old fashioned that I'm definitely interested in. Yeah. So okay. I'm I'm pretty sure that's where I'll be.
0: All right, sounds good. Yeah. So come back for that if you're a fan of our Disney Disney Springs restaurant reviews. Sam's going to check out Enzo's Hideaway, and we'll have a little something for you next week. So. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode. We'll be back again next week. And thank you so much for all the support on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, supporting our T public, our YouTube. Oh, I guess I should say there's a couple of YouTube videos that are out there um, on the Monday morning monorail channel. And that's all I'm really going to say. New ones. Go check them out. They're ridiculous. And I make no apologies.
1: (laughs) They're absolutely ridiculous.
0: I think they're fun and exciting, so have fun with that. But until we speak again, have a magical week.
1: Bye. C'est la vie. Chicken Nugget.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit.
1: <laughs> See you.